What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Black and Cold, a true crime podcast for the overshadowed. My name is Nichelle. If you are not familiar, I am your host, and this week I am back with a new episode. So if you are a newer listener here, welcome. This is a podcast that focuses on Black and people of color true crime cases. I cover anything from missing persons cases to murders, suspicious deaths, serial killers, etc., with the hopes to really spread awareness about stories that have not received much media attention and just bizarre cases that people may not be aware about. If you are a fan of B and C and have not done so already, go ahead and tap that subscribe button for me on whatever platform you get your podcast from. Feel free to also drop a rating or leave a generous review. And shout out to the real ones who have already left some nice comments. I've seen them. I appreciate you guys so much. And thank you. Thank you. If you have any cases that you would like to see me cover, you can submit a suggestion in via the link in this episode's show notes. And last, but certainly not least, to keep up with any updates or to see any photos, you can follow me on Instagram at black underscore cold underscore podcast. The case that I will be discussing today does not have a lot of information out there, but it is unsolved and can definitely use the public's assistance. It comes out of the state of Arkansas when two women, two friends at that, mysteriously vanished without a trace in the very beginning of 2014. For the most part, their cases remained stagnant and seemed to not generate much leads. But after about two years or so from when the ladies went missing, authorities would finally catch an eerie break. Today, I will be telling you about Shakina Burnett and Turkisa Wallace. On Wednesday, January 15, 2014, a woman named Sharon Giles decided to reach out to the North Little Rock Police Department after she hadn't heard from her daughter Shakina for some days. Sharon told authorities that the last time she had any communication with her child was six days ago on January 9th, and she was worried because this was unusual for 36-year-old Shakina who was also a mother to three children of her own. As law enforcement began to look into Shakina's whereabouts, it became apparent that her family weren't the only ones concerned about someone possibly missing. On the very next day, Thursday, January 16th, the North Little Rock PD received yet another call. And this time, it was from a family member of a 34-year-old woman named Turkisa Wallace. According to different sources, Turkisa was last seen on January 10th, and it was like after that she just went radio silent. Now, the police initially thought they had two separate cases on their hands, right? 
But as they began looking into both women, they realized that the two ladies were friends, very close friends at that. Shakina and Turkisa both grew up in the North Little Rock area, and they knew each other for years since they were children. It was quickly learned that the two friends were in communication with each other via calls and text messages leading up to their disappearances, making officers aware that their cases were more than likely connected. Detective Gary Jones of the North Little Rock PD told THV 11 that both Shakina and Turkisa's phones pinged off the very same tower right before their communication with others came to a stop. So it is believed that the two of them were with one another right before they vanished. According to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Shakina's aunt Pamela went to her apartment around the time that her loved one suspected something was wrong. And when she got there, she realized Shakina's front door of her home was left open, but no one was inside. Pamela then made the decision to sleep at her niece's place because of this door situation, which it would not lock for some reason, and she didn't want anyone to break in. Once law enforcement learned of this information, they checked out Shakina's apartment, but they did not see any signs of a forced entry or any evidence pointing them to foul play. As a loving mother of three children, Shakina was described to be loyal, a woman of great faith, and very independent. In their interview on the Unsolved segment, Shakina's sister Shanisa and their father Buford spoke very highly of her. She was actually a really talented sketch artist, and according to them, her kids and family were her everything. But like many other people, it seems Shakina was also battling some demons. Her mother Sharon shared with authorities that her daughter was in fact a frequent drug user, And because of this, there were a few places that she may have been. Sharon provided law enforcement with any information that she knew in regards to where Shakina frequently visited and who she may have been with. But after following up on these leads, investigators of Little Rock were getting absolutely nowhere. Now going over to Takisa Wallace, Her cousin Tracy was interviewed with THV11, and she described her to have this huge personality with an infectious laugh to go along with it. Turkisa was known for being loyal as well, and it showed because she had a lot of friends. And just like her close friend Shakina, Turkisa was to a mother who adored her children very much. During the early stages of the investigation into both women, It was learned that Turkisa was last seen by two people on January 10th. Her roommate reported that she saw her as she was leaving their place. And from there, it was learned that Turkisa went to actually drop her five-year-old son off at the time with her cousin Tracy. And this was so she could watch him for the day. According to news articles, Turkisa told her cousin that she'd be back later on to pick up her son But she never returned, not even a call to check in, which was completely out of character for her. And just from this information, nothing has been reported 
odd or strange about Turquise's behavior from the people who saw her last. So it seems like everything was fine and she went about her day per usual. Sadly, though, Turquise's loved ones have expressed that she was dealing with a drug addiction. Her cousin notified authorities of this when the investigation began, and she told them that she had been dealing with depression lately on top of that. And Tracy, her cousin, suspected with all of this that it was a possibility that maybe Turquisa has left town on her own due to her mental state, which another family member would come out and seem to support this idea per the ADG's reporting, telling officers that Turquisa was supposed to stay with them over 500 miles away in Texas for some time, but she never showed up. While looking into Turquise's disappearance, law enforcement became aware that she may have had a history of domestic violence with her significant other, and this, of course, immediately put him on authorities' radar. But going off of the different sources that I used, it seems that the boyfriend had not seen Turquise in the few days before she went missing. While he spoke to the police, he also backed up the claim that his girlfriend had been depressed lately due to different family issues, but he wouldn't have expected her to just ghost people and leave town without at least calling someone in her family, especially her children. So Turquisa drove a 2009 white Toyota Corolla, And from the moment that she went missing, it was flagged as a bolo or be on the lookout in case anyone in law enforcement ran across it. But even with multiple jurisdictions alerted, no sign of Turquise's vehicle ever came up. In the months after their vanishing, both Shakina and Turquise were entered into the state and national missing person databases. Both women received some local media coverage, but their cases have been pretty underreported from the very beginning. Although investigators from the police department were able to confirm through phone records that the two women were in frequent communication, no other strange phone activity has been reported that could point them to any other beneficial leads. And this could be information that is just not made public at the moment. We really don't know. But what was a fact was that both women had no more activity on their devices around the same time, and there had been no financial record movements for either one of them since. It appeared the disappearances of both Shakina Burnett and Turquisa Wallace remained at a standstill. There were no signs of either one of the friends, and unfortunately, their cases grew cold for quite some time. It wasn't until the first weekend in December of 2015 that law enforcement would finally catch a break. On Saturday, December 5th of that year, a fisherman who was out in the water came across a gruesome discovery after finding a human leg in the Arkansas River. The fisherman quickly called 911, and when authorities arrived to the scene, oddly enough, they did not find traces of any other human remains. All they had was this leg. 
The leg was then sent to the Arkansas State Crime Lab, and after requesting DNA samples from different families, including the Wallaces and the Burnetts, on December 11th, six days after the discovery, the leg was determined to be the remains of Shakina Burnett. The discovery was found near the 7,000 block of Rebsamen. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Rebsamen Park Road, but I Google mapped it and it's just about a 10 mile distance from the last known address of Turquesa. Now, I have not been able to locate Shakina's last known residence, so I am not sure of that distance, but I would imagine for some reason it would be around the same thing. A piece of Shakina was finally found after almost two years of not knowing what happened to her, but that question still pretty much remains a mystery. Although her family has finally gotten some answers, no one knows why or how a portion of her body ended up in the Arkansas River. After the discovery, investigators were confident that their missing persons cases may now be a double homicide. Sergeant Brian Dedrick, who was the spokesman of the North Little Rock PD, stated, quote, We do suspect foul play and we're working it as a homicide until evidence leads us to believe otherwise, end quote. Reporter Don Scott of THV 11 was interviewed with Daily Blast in 2019 regarding this case, and she stated that North Little Rock investigators did ask someone to come in for a lie detector test pertaining to information about the women. Now, I am not sure if this was before the discovery of Shakina's leg or after, and I am not sure who this individual is but it's been said that they never showed up to take this polygraph exam. Authorities were looking for them, which could be seen as suspicious. As of today, there has been no confirmation on how Shakina's leg came to be in this body of water. It isn't known if it was there the whole time or if it was discarded after a while, It isn't known if she was dismembered or if something tragic happened. However, as mentioned, law enforcement has ruled her death a homicide, even though the rest of Shakina's remains have not been recovered. With the discovery of only a portion, Shakina's family came out and stated that there wasn't enough of her to have an actual burial and they were left with the only option, which was to cremate her. Takisa's car has still not been found up until this day, nor has there been any signs of her either. Her family continues to hold out hope that they will get some answers one day, or even better, she is returned home safely. But with all this time that has passed, them along with members of law enforcement feel she is deceased and the person or people responsible are responsible for her death along with Shakina's. As far as any other information, there is not much known about the cases of these two friends. These are cases where the families and law enforcement need the people in the community to speak up, like the public's help is most definitely needed here. It is very unfortunate that there is little to no coverage about this, and like many of the other episodes that I've done, 
I feel this one is absolutely solvable. There is currently a $20,000 reward for information in relation to Shakina Burnett and Turkisa Wallace. Anyone with information on this case is encouraged to contact the North Little Rock Police Department at 501-758-1234.